Welcome everyone to the Haluva Marks Wrestling Podcast, our TLC review. Uh, I'm Shane Wrangler. I've got uh, Jenny here with me. Say hello, Jenny. Hello, everybody. Oh, it works. It's so great. We've had sound issues for the first 30 minutes trying to record this podcast, so I'm glad it's working now. Uh, but uh, Jenny, we just got through watching a, a great pay-per-view, a great TLC pay-per-view in a December for WWE, and that very rarely happens. And see, for me, though, I'm a huge fan of TLC because I'm a sucker for a ladder match. So it's one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year. And I thought this year's was amazing. Oh, it, it was it was uh, definitely it was I definitely didn't expect it. I didn't expect it to be as good as what it was. Um, it was uh, I, I thought it was I thought it was very good. It's one of their better pay-per-views they've had this year. And they've had some they've had some clunkers. They've had some good ones and they've also had some clunkers. But this is definitely one of the better ones. They said they're definitely ending the year really well. And that's good to know because we got, I can see the road to WrestleMania right around the corner, heading into, God, heading into Rumble. I can't believe it's Rumble next. But uh, we're going to do this real quick. You know, we're supposed to have a, uh, you know, we're missing Cadillac tonight. You know, it's the holidays and happy holidays and Merry Christmas to you, to everybody that listens. Uh, it's the holidays we and we have things we do with family and, uh, you know, Cadillac's not here sometimes family gets in the way we shoot from the hip with this stuff and uh right and we don't have cadillac we was gonna have a discussion about uh greatest manager of all time later on uh, that was gonna be this week but we're gonna do that for now we'll say that for next week and then this week's just gonna be the tlc review with me and jenny so uh if uh y'all's expecting cadillac i hope you're not disappointed if y'all's here for cadillac i hope you're not not disappointed and you can stay for us so i know cadillac is a vital important part of this show and she'll be missed in this episode, but I think me and, me and, me and Jenny will will make it through. I'll, I'll try to hold down the fort. Yes, well, yes, I miss, yes. Her. I miss her. I miss her I already. Her. Yeah, I miss her already. But uh, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and jump into this thing. Let's go ahead and jump into this. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into this pay per view. Is just is just fantastic. And uh, but the way the show started off, you wouldn't think it was with the uh, pre show match, which was an eight man tag team match. You had the uh, baby face team of Daniel Bryan, Chad Gable, Otis, and uh, it was the fourth big E big E was the fourth against uh, the heel team of Sam, uh, Sammy Zayn, Baron Corbin, Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. And it, and I thought it was just a, your basic multi-man tag team match. Wasn't too much going on to it. It wasn't very spectacular, which it didn't need to be for a uh, pre-show. And, uh, it was just, it was just okay. It was just an okay match. See, when I heard they were doing this match, I thought, how random just to throw out an eight-man tag team match? Because I've been bitter since Friday that they didn't build to a Ziggler and Rude versus Profit its ladder match for yeah. this pay-per-view. Yeah, I think. And it, then they gave us missed, this missed an opportunity. But, but though, they're building something with it, which surprised me even more. Yeah, uh, uh, having Big E pin Sami Zayn. Yep, they're definitely building toward an intercontinental title feud feud with uh, Sami Zayn and Big E. Big E gets the win, pinning the champ in the pre-show. So yeah, they're they're building story out of it. So it's just not just well, they've already they've already announced the match for mm -hmm. Friday. Yep, it's they've already announced the match for Friday. Yeah. Merry uh, Christmas, to Big E. I think he's going to win the title. Yep, I think he's going to win the title too. They're going to have a title change on on SmackDown because they need viewerships on viewership on Christmas Day. So a title change would be something that uh, that would definitely do it. So, so I, I mean, it's okay pre-show match. I've seen worse. 
I've seen worse. It's okay pre-show match. Uh, but then, but then we get into the main show, and man, we kick it off with a barn burner. Kick it off with the WWE Championship: Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles with Omos in his corner. And uh, what the fuck? Okay. Huh? You? Oh, there you are. There you are. Now ah. back. Okay. Well, I'll edit it out. It's fine. Um, but we have uh, we have AJ Styles versus uh, challenging Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. And AJ's got almost in his corner. And man, these two these two put on a heck of a match. Big spots mm-hmm. all the way through the match. And then I guess I right at toward three quarters of the way through the match, here comes Miz and Morrison. Hey, ho, Miz hey, and Morrison. Hey. Ho, ho, oh, Miz and Morrison. Here they come down to the ring. They cash in the money in the bank briefcase. And all of a sudden we have a triple threat for the money in, uh, for the WWE Championship. And uh, that's where things started to get crazy in this match. And it, it was some, there were some big spots early on in this match, but it really got crazy after after Miz interjected himself. I thought it was the perfect way to have Miz uh, cash in, because there was no way that he would win a one on one cash in against Drew. But to place himself in the match, it kept him still looking strong. It didn't make him look like a joke, because he actually got in, got some spots in the match. But then he could still lose. Yeah, and yeah, uh, and he it looked like for a minute he might steal that championship until almost got in the ring and uh and put him through a table, basically. I mean, he moved real deliberately and real slow. I didn't think he was actually gonna get there before Miz took off the championship, but he picked Miz up like a baby and threw him onto a table like a rock. And it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And the look on John Morrison's face as Big Omos was coming after him was classic John Morrison. He's got such great facials when it comes to stuff like that anyway. Well, I I think my favorite part of the whole match was Morrison smashing that chair over Omos' back, him not moving, and then that chair just shattering. Take notes, AEW. That's 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 how you gimmick a chair. You don't gimmick a chair over Cody's head. That's how you gimmick a chair right there. Over a giant's back in the chair breaks. And guess what you done when you broke that chair over the giant's back and he just looked at it. You got him over as a giant. Mm-hmm. Take notes, AEW. You got him over. So, yeah. But I thought it was a really entertaining match. Uh, of course, Drew, Drew overcomes the uh, the shenanigans of Miz and uh, AJ Styles in in at the end of the match was a, of course, was a really good spot where both ladders are up and all three guys are on two ladders and we've got we've got punches being thrown all over the place. AJ Styles is flying over over the place, jumping on ladders, and then uh, Drew dumps them both off the Drew dumps them both off the ladder, same ladder they're on, so he can reclaim his championship. I thought it was a really good match. It's a really good way to start the show off start the pay-per-view proper off. I, I thought I was really entertained by that match and I can't say nothing bad about it. No, I said it was, if, if that match wasn't going to be the main, it needed to start. You always want to start your pay-per-view strong and that's exactly what they did. And I figured they'd start it off with that. Uh, they, they'd have to start it off with one of the titles. They'd have to. Right. And there's no way Roman's going to go first. No. We'll and Roman's, that later. Yeah, Roman's not opening the show ever. But anyway, I was convinced he was going to be the main, but he was not. He was not the main event, which for good reason. Um, right. But uh, good match. 
and uh, that led into the uh, that led into our next match was for the the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, Sasha Banks and Carmella. I didn't like this match as much as I liked their match on SmackDown. Right. I mean, it was still a good showing for two people who I think they're good, but they're not like main event level great compared to some of the other women. I mean, Mella, Mel, Mella has definitely made great leaps and bounds in her career since she started on SmackDown. She's gotten a lot better. Yeah, she Sasha's has. Sasha's kind of stayed the same, I think. I don't think Sasha's really progressed. I think she, I don't want to say peaked in NXT, but I think her best work was in NXT. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of That's, her best work was in opinion, NXT. Though. They seem to be working pretty well together. A lot of Sasha's best work so. has been with a lot of Sasha's best work has been with Bailey. Right. Yeah. Uh, those two know each other so well. They're, they always bring out the best in each other. But uh, I actually like, like I, said, I actually like the match on SmackDown. They had better what two weeks ago. I actually liked it better, and I did this match. And I said I even said then they should have held off on that match until TLC, and it showed why. I actually liked it better. I could, I would have been okay with a DQ finish the way it happened, with everything the way it happened on SmackDown in TLC, and I would have been perfectly fine with it because it progresses that story, which these two the, things aren't done between these two anyway. I have, I feel like this is going to go on to the Rumble, it, go on into Rumble itself. Yeah, I agree. So, giving that first free match away on TV really hurt these two. I think the match itself was okay. The match itself was fine. Yeah, I just liked the first one better. Yeah, no, I say like, it was a. I was kind of pleasantly surprised with it. I didn't think it was. I was not looking very much forward to this match just because. I said I like their in-ring work. It's not as good as others, but they they've been doing okay together, and they they surprised me. Yeah, I, yeah, I can say it was an okay match. There wasn't nothing wrong with the match. I just liked the story they told on. Um, when they give it away for free on SmackDown, I just actually like that match better. It seems like they used yeah. it seems like they they used all the better storytelling tools in that match instead of saving it for a pay per view match. Uh, you know, sometimes you know WWE does stuff like that, and uh, you know it's, it's what you get. It's kind of hard to have had two matches within two weeks and tell different stories when you've told such a good story in the first match. Right. No, I agree. So I just want to hit on that just a little bit, uh, and then move on to the uh, SmackDown tag or the Raw Tag Team Championships. I'm sorry, New Day is not on SmackDown anymore. Hurt Business versus the challenging the New Day for the uh, Raw Tag Team titles, and I thought it was a I thought it was a okay match. It was, I mean, it was a typical Raw match to me. I I could I could have seen it on Raw. I would have much I would have much rather enjoyed Street Profits versus. Rudin Ziegler in a ladder match, honestly. Right, because we've seen this match so many times mm -hmm. over this last month. Yeah, we've seen this a lot. And it was a typical Raw match. It, it, it kind of goes to like, uh, Woods keeps saying, you know, why do they keep getting all these shots? Why, why, mm -hmm. why? Yep. And here they got another shot. And what happens? They won. Hurt Business, my titles. boys, the Hurt Business, have almost all the gold on Raw. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say this natural progression of things. That MVP is going to be challenging Drew McIntyre in the very near future for the WWE Championship. Just a prediction. Maybe. I that thought has never crossed my mind. Just a prediction because they're gonna want all the gold and they've got three quarters of it. So So you think they're gonna kinda of undisputed era things? Right. 
they're going to have all the titles. I, that's where I think that's where I think it's going. MVP is going to challenge Drew. I don't think he's ever going to beat Drew, but MVP is definitely going to challenge Drew. Um, but I, like I say, I, it's a typical raw match. It wasn't it wasn't mind blowing? It wasn't a mind blowing match for me. It just it was just there. But don't worry. They've had better ones on Raw. They have had better matches on Raw, but don't worry, folks. This pay per view gets a lot better. So they had a real high open. They had somewhere the two matches in the middle wasn't. Uh, they brought brought you brought the crowd back down a little bit, and then then things get really really interesting. Oscar and a mystery partner goes uh, goes for the women's tag team titles against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, and who is that tag team partner, Jenny? Much to everyone's surprise, note the sarcasm, Charlotte Flair. But I wasn't excited. But <laughs> but to everyone's surprise, there's less of Charlotte now because Charlotte had <laughs> that Charlotte has had an obvious boob reduction. And this was a. She looks much better. She does. She looks much better. I'm. I'm. Uh, she looks more like a real, real girl now. That's what I text Jenny and Cat during the whole thing. I said she looks like a real girl now. Uh, it was. A, it was actually a pretty good match. I was actually very, very entertained throughout the entire match. It was short, but it was very entertaining. But you, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get a 20, 20 minute masterpiece out of Nia Jax anyway. Right. I just. I'm not a charlotte fan never have been i think she gets shoved down our throats and so of course here she is she's been gone since SummerSlam, right ish yep. era time yep. round about uh her first match back she's now a champion a grand slam champion now yes she this this match was strictly made to make her a grand slam champion oscar uh you take the good with the bad oscar is now champ champ she has two belts oscar I don't know how long that'll last because I'm pretty sure that Charlotte is going to turn on Oscar here very, very soon to go for that Raw Championship. I, I, I texted you my thing about this. I think they're going to hold on to him for a couple months. Mm -hmm. And then probably the pay-per-view before Mania will be when Charlotte turns on Oscar. They'll lose the tag titles and then Charlotte's going to go after the Raw Women's title at Mania. Oh, yeah. So we get Oscar, Charlotte at Mania. At Mania. Yep. Too. Yep, this that's it's it's definitely going to be about Raw uh, uh, Charlotte and Oscar going forward. It's uh you know it's like uh, when was it Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold Steve Austin had or no Triple H I'm sorry Triple H and Stone Cold had the titles had the tag team titles and they were they were champ champ too I think one of them was champ champ they might have been I don't remember I can't remember I can't remember that I mean I know what you're talking about but I just can't remember exactly yeah and they ended up fighting for the world title they ended up fighting for the WWE championship. As tag team champions. And I think it's kind of what's going to happen here, but I don't know if they're going to hold on to those belts that long because WWE really doesn't look at those belts like like they should. Or any tag team belt for that matter. But, but you know, good match. I was very entertained by the match. I thought it was really good. But uh, moving on, we're going to keep this quick because uh, I've got to edit it and Jenny's got things to do. <laughs> but the uh, next match, the semi-main, Roman Reigns defends his Blue Universal title against Kevin Owens in a TLC match. And this was did a hell of a... The, the Blue Universal title? I did. I call it the Blue Universal title. <laughs> I haven't heard referred to that before. 
the Blue Universal Championship. Um, but this is a hell of a fight, Jenny. This is a this is a hell of a fight. And Kevin Owens to me, Kevin he, he got killed. Yeah, Kevin Owens, man, Kevin Owens just took crazy bump after crazy bump after crazy bump, and kept Seven getting of up. Them. I kept count. Yes, you did. You said you was gonna keep a counter, and you did. And I'm like, I just only did kind of like the hellacious, like ladder bumps, table bumps, and the one chair shot where he got the suplex onto the two chairs. I kind of counted those. I didn't count every like Superman punch or like things like that. I just went for the big, big, big bumps. You just went for ladder bumps, table bumps, things like that. I mean, for most of the match, Jay Uso had taken more big bumps than Roman Reigns, but mm. Roman caught up and passed him with three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was a big part of it. It was basically a two on one handicap match for most of the match. Uh, it, I mean, the, uh, Roman wasn't out there what two minutes before Jay come out there and interjected himself. Yeah, uh, so it didn't take long. It didn't take long at all, and I expected it to go that way. Roman's not going to fight anybody on his own yeah. at all right now. And uh, they beat the hell out of Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens beat the hell out of them. I think they broke every table in the damn place. Uh, the match was laid out really, really well. Every time Kevin, every time Kevin would get close to the belt, here comes somebody to interrupt him. I mean, truth be told, if it'd been on one, it'd been straight up one on one, Kevin would have won the belt four times. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, I kind of even have expected Jimmy Uso to make his return tonight, just to be that third interference. Yeah, I expected Jimmy Jay too. and Roman were down. I was waiting for Jimmy to come out. I expected Jimmy as well, but Jimmy, I guess they're saving Jimmy for the Rumble. Maybe I expected Jimmy maybe. as well. Yeah, I expected Jimmy as well. Uh, but the match was really was laid out really well, and of course, uh, in the end, through through nefarious means, through double through you know basically double team and KO the entire time, Roman's and a low blow. And a low blow, Roman survives, and I mean I say I mean survives. He had he, Kevin Owens give him everything he absolutely had, and Roman survived to hold on to the Blue Universal Championship. And uh, we're going to have. And I don't. I don't feel like this is going. I don't feel like this is over either. Honestly, I don't feel like this is over at all. I think we're going to see this at Rumble as well. I think we're mm-hmm. going to see Kevin Owens. I think we're going to see Kevin Owens before it's said and done. We're going to see him in a steel cage to try to keep. That would be good. Yeah, we're keep saying out the interference. Yeah, yeah, keep out the interference. We're going to see him in the steel cage. Keep out the interference before it's said and done. Which we know through history. History tells us, even though they're in steel cage, Jay Uso's still getting in a damn cage. No, he and the Uso, they fly. Yeah, yeah, the Usos are going to jump up. They're going, they're going to scale the cage, get in the cage. They, they, don't, they don't give a damn. But uh, they, it was really, I thought it was a good match, Jenny. I, 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 I thought it was, it was, uh, it was. They, they done a good job booking this, booking this pay per view. They started you off high, they let you down a little bit in the middle, and they built you back up to the main event. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And boy, what a main event we had. Oh, it was so good. So good. And it made the whole pay-per-view worth it. Firefly Inferno match. Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. And I thought it was going to be a cinematic match because I texted Jenny. I was like, is this not going to be a cinematic match? And Jenny, I thought it was going to be both. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a cinematic match. But it wasn't, to their credit. And, and I'm glad that it wasn't because it's made it even better. Yeah. But basically, the match was nothing special in itself. They just basically rolled around on the outside. of the, They just basically brawled around on the outside of the ring. Uh, they tried to get each other in the fire a couple of times out there. Bray, had, Bray got a leather strap with a damn hook on the end of it. He set a fire and he almost got Randy with. 
then a really good spot was where he put Randy in the chair and uh, poured the little gas trail. Oh, the Bray Wyatt rocking chair. The Bray Wyatt rocking chair, yeah. And uh, that's going to be an iconic piece mm-hmm. of WWE. Like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh. Kind of like like the Undertaker urn that Paul Barrow mm-hmm. had. Just a visual piece of WWE, the rocking chair. It's going to yeah. be there. Yeah, it's going to be there. And it, it, it was it was a really good it was a really good visual to watch Bray Wyatt pour all that gasoline leading to the rocking chair. Throw Randy in there, and he sets that gasoline on fire, and the gasoline trail. Almost gets Randy. Randy done such a good job getting out of there just in time before it set his ass on fire. But basically, they brought around the ring a little bit more, and then they got to where they got to they got to a part of the camera angle where you couldn't tell how close they were to the fire. But then you could they had Randy backed up, or you couldn't tell how close they actually were to the flame, and then. Bray gets turned around and all of a sudden Bray's jacket goes up in flames. And that's you could the, smell the burning leather. You can smell the burning leather is what yeah, you can smell the burning leather. And uh it doesn't stop the fiend though. The fiend is a madman. It doesn't stop the fiend. Randy rolls back in the ring, try to get away from him. The fiend chases him. RKO. Fiend is out. He's still on fire. It's a great visual. He is on fucking fire. It's it was a, so good. It was a great visual. So he, so, so fire finally goes out. Fiend is still down. Randy actually, Randy's trying to figure out what he's done. Randy don't know if he's killed a man or not. So Randy kicks him, rolls him over. And Randy goes out of the ring, pours and get, and gets a, uh, gets a little gallon of gasoline and douses Bray White in this gasoline. So, right, so you don't think Randy's going to go through with it, right? So Randy goes back out, goes back out, and gets a damn match, and rolls back into the ring, lights the match, and announcers are just begging Randy not to do it. It's so good. It, it's it's so suspenseful. Is Randy actually going to do it or not? And that bastard did it. Randy said it. Randy killed. Randy killed a grown adult on TV. He fucking killed. He let that match burn down until it was about to burn his fingertips before yes. he dropped it. That yes. was a great visual. Oh, it's so good. And he murdered a human being on TLC. He murdered the fiend. Set him ablaze right we on TLC. We witnessed a murder. We witnessed a murder, murder on and TLC. An arson. Yes. Arson and murder right on TLC. How the Florida Fight Commission lets that happen, I will never know. But we we witnessed a murder. Well, of course. And we, I just imagine everybody who's a part of the with the Tampa Bay Rays, right? Yeah, stadium. it's Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, they're just they're watching all this fire going. Please don't burn down our stadium. Yeah, yeah, they're just they're scared to death that Vince is going to burn the damn place down. Uh, Looking at all the fine print, the contract going. Do we have fire insurance right now? Yeah. Check, make sure they we got fire insurance, boys. No, they didn't. They did definitely didn't know what they signed up for. But uh, Randy wins the match. He murdered a human being. Of course, uh, of course, they had camera cut away, and they rolled Bray out, and they put a prosthetic dummy in there. We know, we know the tricks, but uh, it that was still make pretty it cool. Any less cool of a visual? Yes, it's still very cool. But that kept off a what I thought a what I thought was a very good pay per view. No, yeah, definitely a very good pay per view. So my note for this match was just holy shit. That was all I could think yep. after the match was holy shit. Yeah, I said, damn. I didn't think you know. When you take yourself out of the, when you take yourself, when you immerse yourself 
because I actually said something stupid in chat to Jenny and Kat. When you immerse yourself in stuff, you don't think that, hey, this could have actually happened. And, uh, you know, I immerse myself. So, so my immersed self thinks Bray Watts dead man because he got burned alive. So I text, so I, I made the mistake of texting Jenny. <laughs> they had to have got his body out there when they cut the camera away from, uh, uh, when they cut the camera away to Randy. And I get it in return is, well, duh. <laughs> but see, you know what? That means WWE <laughs> did their job. They exactly. hooked you in. Yep. They got me. Listen, they got they me. You, they reeled you in and you were immersed. They got That's me. That's what they should do. You know, whether you're a child or a grown adult, if they make you believe that you just witnessed a man get burned to death, good on them. They, they did their job. They got me. They got me. I've been a wrestling fan for 30 years, and they got me. Because I thought that a piece of, piece of clothing would catch on fire, and that would be it. That would be the match. Oh, ding, I, ding, ding, over. I thought they were going to set the tables on fire with Drew McIntyre's entrance at the beginning of the show. <laughs> going, this isn't in the Inferno match. You're, you're getting ahead of yourself, guys. But, I mean, that's what watching wrestling should be about is suspending the disbelief for you know one hours two hours however many hours you're watching the show to where you can just believe in these characters believe in what you're watching and then you can come out of it and go okay here's my you know adult analysis of what i just watched yep. but while you're watching the show be hooked enjoy it don't overanalyze it enjoy it but yeah and I enjoyed this pay-per-view. I thought it was really good, especially for a December pay-per-view. And I'll say that yeah, about so They always kind of, I think, slack them at the end of the year because they're just they're, they're already thinking about Rumble and Mania by this time of yeah, year. Yeah, they normally don't care. But, uh, but I wanted to keep this in short, and we've kept it short. We are at 26 minutes right now, and uh, I appreciate everybody listening. Jenny, I appreciate you uh, doing this with me like always. Uh, no, every, of course. Everybody... Thank you for listening. Have a happy holidays. Have a Merry Christmas. Be safe out there. Going to see your family and stuff. It's a strange time we live in right now. And I hope y'all have a great night, great day, or whatever you listen to it. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye.